When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. These are the Keishi Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Welcome to Keishi Tapes, episode 109. Today is an interview Favaz and I together did with Nancy Wilson of Heart just uh, a week ago. Yeah, something like that. Um, Nancy Wilson. Uh, I love her voice, John. She just has, I mean, I remember uh, her, when she did that sweeper for Casey back in the day, and I don't know what year that was, but uh, she goes, you're rocking with my friends at Casey. You know, and she just sounds so sweet, you know, yeah. and um, uh, she's got a new solo record coming out, so that's why she was she was calling, and uh, it was our chance to, to talk to one of the Wilson sisters, and it was pretty cool. Yeah, one of the great female rockers of all time, for mm-hmm. sure, so let's get on with it, shall we? How many children do you yeah. have? How many children do you have, Nancy? I have two twin boys that are 20. Okay, so that, that question came out of nowhere, it seems like, here, because uh, we didn't have the tape running quite yet. Yeah, and uh, we missed, we clipped maybe the, the very f- yeah. first few seconds. But that was, that, that's that, how we felt. We just felt like we were having a conversation. Yeah, so, so you, you kind of caught us in a conversation that wasn't even intended to be part of the interview. I was just talking to her. Right, off the right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. They're so cool. They're the coolest guys ever. Are they identical twins? No, they're they're oh. paternal. Uh-huh. Oh, didn't realize that. So anyway, well, well, Nancy, the reason <laughs> that you're calling is because uh, you're having a solo record come out, and uh, it's the first one in your career, and you you're starting off with a Bruce mm-hmm. Springsteen song called "The Rising." I want to know what the hell took so long for you to come out with your first solo album? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not even sure. I, I, People have asked me to do, you know, when are you going to come out with a studio album of your very own and for a long time? And I'm like, not even sure what took me so long, but it feels really like the perfect time right now mm-hmm. to be doing this because, you know, it's a shutdown and it's a lockdown and mm-hmm. everything else is going on in the world right now. So it's, I don't know, it just feels right at this particular moment in time. I think we checked. Isn't she 67? She is. Yeah. She doesn't sound like it. That's why I said I just am in love with her voice, speaking voice. Would you ever consider touring on your own and performing the album? I sure would. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I might actually want to do that. Um, You know, when there's ever a situation where it's... You know, Anne has toured without her. Absolutely, she yeah. has. Of allowable, then yes, mm-hmm. of course, I would do that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, why the rising from Bruce Springsteen? I, I would imagine that that you like him, of course. I mean, you wouldn't do one of his songs, but uh, you know, why, why a cover tune? Be you know, one that isn't super super popular to release first. Well, you know, I got to go see him in New York City a couple years ago at his um, little tiny theater that he was doing his uh, Springsteen on yes, Broadway yes. Uh-huh. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
uh, did you by chance ever get to see that? Oh did, my god! Not or a, see it on on. Yes, I TV. saw it on TV. I, saw, I did see it on TV. Oh, yeah, it was well, really good. It, it just. Oh my god! It, I have never seen that. What's you, the big you should, deal about it? Uh, it? It's basically he tells the story of his life. And then he's, you know, it leads into a song and he does it on piano or he does it on guitar. His wife joins him. Nobody else comes out yeah. other than his wife to help him play. Hmm. Um, and it's just, it's really, really cool. Hmm. And and he did it for, I don't know how many nights in a row. Well, he, you know, he had some breaks, but I mean, he did it for over a year on Broadway. Yeah. You know, well, that one, it's amazing how that kind of just went by me. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I have it I on like my him. phone. It's called Springsteen on Broadway. Yeah. That's it. Hmm. I guess I've just been so, you get a little worn out of, you know, artists doing this and mm-hmm. doing that and putting a special spin on that. Yeah. And then you go, eh, some things you just don't even pay much attention right. to when you should. This yeah. sounds like one I That was should. on Netflix. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know if it's still there, but check it out. Yeah. It, I don't have Netflix. Oh, well, well. Cha- womp, womp, womp. It changed my life in a lot of ways. Oh. Um, because... I she said it changed her life in a lot of ways. Wow. His shows. You know, I felt like Bruce Springsteen was kind of like a guy's guy. Like that, you know, a, an artist like me would not necessarily go, you know, hear that dog whistle. That was the macho man of Bruce Springsteen in the in the radio sense. You know, like right. his, his songs on the radio earlier on. But then when I saw that show, I was mm-hmm. like, I was kind of changed by it, and um, I was like, "Okay, this is poetry. This is what we, what the world needs." Um, and it really appealed to my, you know, sense of of art, my whole sense of everything I kind of strive to do, and it really spoke to me in the human family kind of sense. So it had a profound. So, it, that yeah. thing had a profound effect on you. Profound is the right word, and. Yeah, so I was like, okay, well, you know, like when I saw the Beatles as a little kid, I was like, I have to play guitar. So when I saw the Bruce Springsteen show, I was like, I have to do a Bruce Springsteen song, and I'm, you know, doing it now. So, and I've written a bunch of my own stuff for my new first ever solo album. I don't know that she answered the question about why the rising. She answered the question. I mean, she she talked about how Springsteen was influential, but she necessarily didn't say why that particular that song. particular song. No, yeah, studio solo album. But um, no, I'm I'm kind of driven because of the state of the world right now. Is you know things are tough, and and we need the, all the good voices. We need all the good friends we can get right now. I get it. We're speaking with Nancy Wilson of Heart. She has a solo album coming out here very soon. Um, Nancy, you were a part of a tremendous moment, I think, in rock history when you and your sister and the band performed at the Kennedy Center's Honor oh, event. Yes. And, and yes. Robert Plant and Jimmy Page were there watching you guys do their music. And every time the camera would cut to them, you could see that they were so focused on how you guys were doing it. Mm-hmm. And it was emotional as hell. Uh, what are your thoughts on that now that that's happened? And, and, and it's been received so well. Well, yeah, that was so interesting to do that because, oh, hey, hey, dude, no pressure, you know. Like, oh, <laughs> you only have all of Led Zeppelin watching you. Yeah. And Led Zeppelin and a bunch of dignitaries. Can you yeah. imagine the pressure? I, I, I can't. I, I've watched that that thing over the years where, where they basically honor, you know, 
people from, you know, stage or whatever, movies or whatever. And yeah. that year it happened to be Led Zeppelin and, and Obama was president and he was there and it was just, gosh, I mean, you're performing in, not only in front of the band that originally did it, but you're performing in front of the president of the United States of America. Yeah. So. My goodness. I mean, I maybe can relate just a tiny bit because when I've done PA announcing at Bush Stadium mm-hmm. for World Series games. Sure. Oh, I would be petrified. And you're getting ready. They're ready, getting ready to cue you to go yep. in front of the entire nation to make an announcement. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I kind of understand a little bit of that. Well, and you had to introduce a, a president or two when they threw out the first pitch, didn't you? Yeah, but that was just in stadium. That, yeah, but that, but that, that on, was probably on TV somewhere. I mean, you know it was recorded. But. Maybe. Yeah, but you don't say much. As a matter of fact, when you announce the President of the United States, all you say is, ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United oh, States. Really? Anybody can do that. So mm. it was I knew that was that didn't that didn't right. I didn't get nervous on that. But mm. you know, having to announce all those names and read all the script, you don't want to just be messing right, up left right, and right, right whenever yeah. the whole nation's listening to you, right. you know. No hey, no pressure. But um we we kind of you know, we were honored to do that, to honor them, and it was a surprise to them. So, like, when you go to do the Kennedy Center Honors show, um, everybody says, don't tell anybody that you're here, or, like, hide, you know, hide out until the moment that you actually walk on through the stage and do the performance for the person that's being honored. And so... You know, of course, the night before, we saw John Paul Jones at the restaurant in the hotel. (laughs) You know, he's like, what are you doing here? (laughs) Oh, nothing. You know, nothing special. I think we've got a show or something somewhere else. But um, anyway, so it was just one of those, um, you know, ramped up moments where – we had to take a really deep breath before we walked out there. And we didn't even know what had happened until um, a couple of weeks later yeah. when we actually got to watch the show, like the edited, you know, broadcast of the mm-hmm. show. Yes. And, and, and we saw what happened then. It was like, oh my God. I'm getting chills. I just, I just got right a chill. Yeah. I did too. I did too. Yeah. That yeah. is such a moment. And, and um, also the... I just got another chill. I didn't. You didn't? know. No. Oh, it's, the, <laughs> the temperature's down on the thermostat. Oh, so it's, hey. Yeah, it's only I don't have the rim shot here. Only okay. 58. Right. Another thing about it was that um, Jason Bonham, who was the son of their original drummer... Right. You know, John Bonham was the drummer. And he grew up around those guys when they were young Led Zeppelin. So... You know, so I'm sure that was part of their emotional reaction was to see young John, um, you know, Jason Bonham with a bowler hat. Yep. You know, that John Bonham used to wear all the time. Mm-hmm. He was notorious with his bowler, bowler hat. And so all of those things combined, I think, led to them feeling emotional with that performance. You've met Jason Bonham, haven't you? I have. Yeah. Yeah, super nice guy. Is he? Yep. In what ways? Um, I remember I had him in the studio the first time that I that I ever met him. Have and, we ever put him on our podcast? Uh, no, we haven't. Hmm. We yeah. need to do that. Find um, that interview. He he couldn't have been. Uh, he he gets the whole Zeppelin thing. You know, he's he's not afraid. Yes, my dad was in Led Zeppelin. I play some Led Zeppelin. I'm going to play some tonight. You know, mm-hmm. it was. Uh, he was. Um, 
just uh, uh, a really, really nice guy who... It, does he have an English accent? Because Absolutely, been, he, oh, does. he still does. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, but it was really, really um, one of those life moments that you're never going to forget. It's like, okay, okay, I was part of that, and that was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> did, did any of them ever say anything to you afterwards? They did. They did what they it say. Like a, yeah, they came... There was a big sort of a dinner thing afterward, and um, each one of them came around to to our table, and uh, like um, you know, John Paul Jones was like, "That was awesome," and then <laughs> and then Robert Plant said, "You know what? I've come to hate that song so much, Stairway to Heaven, Stairway, because yep. because everyone." Just murders it, but you guys did great. <laughs> oh, wow. He was, he was then, just about in tears <laughs> watching you guys do that song. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And then, you know, then Jimmy Page walks up and he goes, okay, you played that really perfect. And yeah. I said, no, you can't tell me that. <laughs> you're fucking Jimmy Page, you know. Right. We- Remember, she said fuck and we were on the air and we just let it go. Oh, <laughs> forgot all about that. I actually didn't even hear her say it right oh, there. Oh, I did. Yeah. I did. We can do it here on the podcast, but yeah, yeah she said, fuck. <laughs> One of my best guitar idols of all time. Yeah, for him so to say that directly really... to you, that that must have been amazing. That, that's cool. I was like, okay, I can die now. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm a super fan. So We're talking to Nancy I'm Wilson really of Heart. Good. Nancy, do you remember <laughs> Casey coming to Casey in the old days when Heart was just starting out? Do you remember <laughs> Casey St. Louis back in the old days? I certainly do. I never forget Casey because Casey was like one of the first, the first station to kind of pick us up and run with us, you know, because it took New York forever to come along. With really? Us, but. Well, I don't know if she knows this, but uh, one of the reasons why St. Louis was early to pick up on you is somebody who worked here took $10,000 under the table to uh, get your record played here and a few other cities when we were owned by a previous company. Is that called payola, John? <laughs> yes, it was. And I it was rampant back in the day. Yes, but uh, that's that's all we know about that. Don't know any names or anything like that. <laughs> You, yeah, Casey was the first. <laughs> do you remember Bob Birch or Shelley Grafman, any of those names? I do. Yeah? Yes, I do. I'll be darned. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got all dressed hey, up. John, you remember the names? Uh, meet those guys. No, it wasn't one of those two guys. Oh, okay. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, I'm, and I know you all looked very pretty. Yeah, yeah, back in the day. But, no, here, here's where I kind of stepped in poop. Here. Oh, oh. Remember what I said? I, I didn't mean it, but anyway. Woo. You know, you ow, 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 no, ow. I, I don't. I don't mean you look. Hey, can you rewind it a little day. bit yeah, so we, we can? Let's rewind. That. Okay, let's enjoy we, this. Yeah, <laughs> we were talking about how you know they met the radio programmers, and I'm sure they were all gussied up, if you will, and that's what led to us talking about it. Still do now, but I mean, back back in the day, I would I would assume as a as if you didn't get go back far enough. Got all dressed up to go um, meet those guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, and I know y'all looked very pretty. Yeah, yeah, back in the day. Woo. You know, you, oh, no, I don't, I don't mean. I said back in the day. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> she started laughing. Well, yeah, but yeah, you look for pretty back in the day. You still do now, but I mean, back, back in the day, I would, I would assume, 
as a as a band, you know, trying to impress radio peeps, that was part of the deal. Oh yeah, we were we were certainly trying to impress radio <laughs> as as fast and as hard as we could. Well, um, you know, yeah. Well, you know, we put our special tops on. So. <laughs> well, you know, I, I mean, it's 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 not quite as equivalent, of course. But you know, back in the days, you know, when you had uh, African American ball players, when they would travel, uh, you know, with the white players, they couldn't stay in the same hotels and things like that. But for, and for women in rock and roll in those early days, man, that you were breaking ground too, in in, a, in somewhat of a similar way. Can, can you talk to that at all? Oh, well, sure. Yeah, I mean. We were definitely anomalies. Did I get, did I get know, too we were, serious there? I don't think so. Okay. We were from a military Marine Corps family, so we we didn't care. You know, we were just going to do what we wanted to do and not take no for an answer. And that was a good idea, as it turned out. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, know, um, you know, these years later, because uh, we got to rock, you know, and we wanted to rock. We wanted to be the Beatles to begin with. And so being the Beatles was our, you know, identity to strive for and was kind of like, you know, damn the torpedoes full speed ahead kind of an attitude Mm -hmm. that we had about being rockers as girls in music. And I think it worked out pretty fine. (laughs) I think it did, too. So is Anne a a big is Anne, your sister, a big supporter of your your new record? Uh, Things cool, you know, uh, between you guys? Oh, um. Well, time will tell. We don't know that yet. But, um, mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. off on my own doing this by myself, basically. Uh-huh. Um, I don't expect her approval for anything lately. Yeah. Um, just to be honest and real. But, um, I think she said lately. I, I think there's still some... Uh underlying tension between the two of them and for those who don't those of you who don't know what apparently happened was on a on a tour bus mm-hmm. while they were touring as heart apparently one of or maybe both of nancy's sons who she talked about earlier in this interview uh somehow aggravated ann wilson's husband newer husband right and he slapped the kids around and uh it got ugly yeah, he was charged with a crime. Yeah, I thought assault or something. Yeah, I it think was he weird. Was, yeah. yeah, and it tore apart the family and tore apart the sisters. It did so. Supposedly, we heard that they had gotten over that and they had moved on. And they have. Well, they say they have. They played together. I think uh, they they played out the out at the uh, amphitheater. Yeah. last year. Yeah, so. that's right. But based on what she's saying here, maybe not all the way back. Yeah, it's all good. You know, I'm happy to do this kind of on my own. Okay. What do you remember? I'm going to play a uh, heart song here, an old heart song here, White Lightning and Wine. And I'm sure you remember that song. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so, so <laughs> tell us about that song. I was laughing when you brought up the song title. I know. I, yeah. I just, I, <clears throat> you know, it's a great Casey classic. It's great songs from Dreamboat Annie. And, yeah. and who would have thought it would elicit that kind of response? I yeah. don't know. Are there any you know special remembrances that you have about recording it or writing it or, or whatever? <laughs> Well, okay, well, that song, um, it's hard to remember why it ever happened because there was some white lightning and wine involved ah, in so writing the song. Okay. Good. There was a party in there somewhere, yeah. <laughs> that, that's an easy out, Nancy. I would think that's an easy out for you right there. <laughs> 
Well, you know. Well, I'm you know, smart. Nancy, you've had you had kind of two careers. You had the '70s run that was very successful. Then you guys had that comeback in the in the '80s, and you know who knows what right. the who knows what the future holds here. So we wish you the very best on this this new endeavor. Remember, even in the '80s, I remember you know the, the success you had. You recorded even songs from like Bernie Taupin even wrote one of the songs that you guys had a huge hit with. Uh, what was that? That, uh, yeah, that, song? that was, was the, these dreams. These dreams. These dreams. Yes. Wow! Yes. And you wrote you wrote a lot yeah. of songs for soundtracks too. Oh yeah, I did a lot of scoring for movies, yeah, uh, almost yeah. famous Jerry Maguire stuff like that. Wow. You've had a hell of a career. I forgot about all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, she did. Jerry well, McGuire. she was married to Cameron Crowe. It was no, oh, yeah. no, uh, you know, secret that you know she got she was in, and she got to do some uh, soundtracks. Wow. Just a yeah, hell, yeah. one yeah. hell of a career. Well, good luck to you. What's the What's the new record going to be called? You. Have you decided on a name for the new record? It's going to be called It's going to be called You and Me. You and Me. All right. And yep. a, any idea when it's going to come out? It's coming out um, early March. I or think. Early March. Okay. And the rising it's still quite a ways off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the first single. All right. So all right. Well, we're rising, and there's another single coming in January. Okay. Is that an original or yeah. a cover? It's an original. It's called You and Me. Oh, it's a title oh, track. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, well it's, it's, yeah, it's, a lot of originals on this one, just so you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good, yeah. good, good. Glad to hear it. I just love talking to you. We've been yeah. playing your music yeah. a long time. We've had Thank this long association. Can on. we have your personal home phone number? We can call you anytime we want. <laughs> you sound so sweet. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go out here, Nancy, with uh, playing White Lightning and Wine. And uh, thanks for taking the time. Bye, Nancy. Thanks, thanks for so taking much, the time. Guys. All right. See you. Bye. KC. Woo! Woo! Bye. Oh, what a great finish. Yeah, yeah, yep. Just, just that finish right there, Kashi. Woo! Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was uh, really cool. I have tried to get them on video. I don't know how many times, and it's been really difficult. And and I'm to that point where I'm I'm done trying on video for our archive yes. for our uh, to, yeah. to induct them into the yeah the Kashi Hall of Fame. Hall of talk fame. about Kashi in the early days. Not talk about anything political or no. or anything controversial per se. Or, or and I, I did it long. I tried to get them long before they got into their altercation. Uh, as sisters, you know, um, so uh, it just, I, I don't know what the deal is. Yeah. You know, that's why when I heard that she was available for us to talk to on the radio, I was like, oh, yes, we will take it. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Thanks for listening. That's episode 109 of the Casey Tapes, Nancy Wilson of Heart. I'm John Hewlett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLU Man and on Instagram, I'm Johnny Hewlett. Favaz here. See you next time. Bye. AMF. The Casey Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app.